Sit there with her legs apart. Here I am. What do you mean? I'm gonna, what am I going to cross my legs? Look how much room we have. Close your legs. For God's sake, have some decorum. You're so <laughs> impetuous. <laughs> Good use of our new vocabulary <laughs> word that we'll be asking for sentence for after we begin the show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener Listen discretion, discretion is advised. advised. Hang on a if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Did you just break something on the ugly box? No, I did not. Okay. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener, Listener discretion, discretion is advised. And, and if you don't like it, please go, go fuck, fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. I'm terrified, Kathy. What? Hello, and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live in Kathy's bedroom in front of absolutely nobody. I have a plushie, a tiny, tiny You do? Plushie. I see the little bunny. It's like a, a peeps, it uh, was a, bu- a grateful bunny. dead peeps. Uh, a rainbow peep bunny. It is very cute. That is a very cute, uh, very it is a peep. cute 80s tiger-striped uh, Olivia kind of... Uh, Living Stubby. John kind of. Uh, you know stuff. what's cool, Kathy? Being in your room, just you and I. Um, That's not cool. As an adult, um, I like that over behind the vanity mirror little thingy. You got your electric toothbrush, and you got like your whole kit. It's very organized. But on top, you got this whole just kit for nails and face. Yeah, that's and going stuff. in the trash. Like literally, Kathy, we could just mani pedi through this entire show. Could just right now we just could. break down and just I will, be the girls. I will paint one of your nails. Would you like to paint a nail, Kathy? I will paint a nail. I will paint. But we don't have a mic stand, so I can't. Oh, well, I guess you're asked out. <laughs> we'll pay, we'll because pay. this is the bare minimum recording. Uh, this is, but we're I like holding it. our mics. See, the listeners don't know this, but normally you and I have mic stands, and we can gesticulate wildly with our arms. Did you say gesticulate? Yes, wildly. Wild just this shows off the cuff. But now, because we're low maintenance, ugly box on the go recording, we, we have hold. to hold we our fucking hold. mics. But you know what? There's a certain amount of, uh, you know. Street. No, it's not. We get street cred. See, now I can't give you the hand job that I normally give you during every show that nobody knows about. That's, <laughs> I have been a little bit irritable <laughs> without my 200. Irritable Dixon. Without, without my uh, 238 other hand jobs that I've received from you secretly uh, during the show. We just let the cat out of the bag. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> we'll get that cat. First off, the best news, besides the fact that hopefully the world is going to die off human-wise and, and flowers will come back, our lovely oh, Mew, our magical lovely Mew, has now pretty much sealed the deal. El sealed the deal This sounds like it's not going to be good. Sealed the deal that I have a paranoia because you know everything in my life that has turned good I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to not fuck it up, and then somehow the bottom drops out, or and something. you fuck it up, and it, or whatever fucks, or it gets up. fucked up on its own. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really, really used to that, so I'm very paranoid. So when you got accepted to med school, which was like our 100% goal, no matter what, in the back of my mind, something's gonna 
drop. Something's going to go well. It's going to be some computer glitch. Oh, shouldn't be this. Oh, we booked too many things. You're not going to be, you know, so I get like, I'm always like, okay, is everything good with, you know, with the school that you got in? Yes. Yes, daddy. Everything's fucking fine. Just, can you please just spank me, you know, make me some chocolate milk. So I'm still in the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, well, it would be great if she got another acceptance because it would balance that out that paranoia that I have. And uh, last week she got the second acceptance to medical school. Oh, that's nice. And this one's out of state. Um, oh, that's not so nice. But it is um, a really good school and uh, it is a very established school. And um, it was amazing. I mean, she was thrilled and crying. They call, you know, they call you and tell you you're going to get in. And of course, her mom was there with her. They were working together and she just starts crying. The mom starts crying and then she starts crying because the mom's crying. The mom starts crying because she's crying and everyone's. "Ah!" And it's a big cry fest. It's a big cry fest. Fucking girls. You know, because how much work, you know, that Mew put into this. So now I all of a sudden finally am able to enjoy this process because I know if one school somehow fucks up. And there's a backup. There's now now two schools. So no matter what she's going to go, she still has a bunch of schools she's still waiting on. So I'm excited. So I go pumpkin to make a short story long. Coronavirus Mm -hmm. is going to kill everyone. Um, Didn't get me, though. Uh, Motherfucker. Uh, I wish it had. Keep working. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was a bad joke. Why would you kid? That is so true. Because then there'll be nobody to run the ugly box. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Selfish bitch. So I go pumpkin. This is so amazing. I mean printed out the letter and we just hugged looking at the letter um of her acceptance and read it and i really for the first one you know my head's real squirrely but this one i really you know wait a minute were you there you said you hugged well no 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 no. we hugged i was over at her at, at her place this weekend got it and she had printed out the acceptance email that they sent and it looks all official and stuff and and uh, and we looked at it and, and it was real cool. And uh, and before that, I'm like, Pumpkin, let's celebrate. What kind of play do you want to do? What oh, do you no. what do you want to do? Did you rape her butt again? I did not. Oh. There wasn't a lot of raping because I was still kind of sick. And, and she loves Minecraft more than me. So um, who that, doesn't? Well, if you're smart. So she says, mm-hmm. can you get me a passy, a pacifier? I Alrighty. I haven't had a pacifier in a while and you know, we have my collar here and you know, of course chocolate milk. So I think she just wants to, hey, I did all this super adult stuff, so I just wanna suck my passy and play some Minecraft and I you know what? You know. I totally get that. You need that balance. Yeah. So I'm like, Well, I don't have one. I'll go to the ninety nine cent store and get a passy, right? So, Kathy, I go and I was gonna get some food. But I didn't get food, so all this I went to the baby section by myself, and of course I'm old, you know. So everyone's like, "Huh, you know?" He's I just guess creeper you know, going up. Cre- either he's a creeper or he's you know whatever. So I see a Cookie Monster passy, and I'm like, "Well, that's the one. It's fucking Cookie Monster, <laughs> duh." So, but that's all I got. I don't. I didn't. You can't hide it with food or whatever. And I'm like, "Whatever, throw it on." So I get in line. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's, you know, smelly homeless guy behind me that was pretty putrid. And so I'm trying to move forward away from the smell. So I kind of put the passy, but I didn't put the divider. So um, 
between you know the orders, her yeah. order, my order, this one lady. And so, but there was enough distance, and the checker saw me throw it down. But the checker holds it up, and she goes to the lady, "Is this yours?" And the lady's like, "No, it's not mine." And they both look at me. I go, "It's mine. Don't judge." And they and they both look, and like kind of this awkward look at me. And I'm like, "Here it comes." And the lady looks at me, and she goes, "Oh." How old is your child? Oh, good gravy. Kathy, I looked that woman straight in the eye and I said, 25. You did not. You're fucking lying. (laughs) Kathy, you could have. You're lying. I don't believe you. You could have heard a pin drop in the line of, uh, of the 99 cent store. She was like, huh? And like, ha, ha, ha. And Kathy, I could have gone for broke and been like, what? She got into med school. She wants to suck a fucking pacifier. Then did anyone in this fucking line get into med school? Did anyone accomplish that? Any judgments? No? Okay. She's going to get a cookie monster fucking passy. But you didn't say that. No, I didn't. I actually lied and got kind of like, well, I don't want to just, I didn't want to do the whole thing. So I just said, ah, it's kind of a joke, you know, and sometimes, you know, she gets sad and I go, oh, here's your pacifier, sana, sana, colita de rana, echete un perito para tu hermana. You know, shit like that. And so she's like, oh, oh, okay, ha, 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 But they still looked at me pretty bad. That was, you know what? that was my thing. Yeah, that's quite a weekend. Yeah. Pacifiers and all. Pacifiers, but it was very nice. Cool. It was very nice. Did you get any dick? No, I did not. You did have another existential conversation with Creative Explorer? We had a thing. Like a, a It's been a, a little over three weeks without Dick. Yeah, and so we had to have a talk. Did you did you put on your, your saddle spurs and your boots and your cowboy hat and you're like, well, it's no, time you know, like, it's Well, you know, with Creative Explorer, you got to um, let him process. It takes him a while to process and things. And then he'll come to you and go, okay, this is what I figured out. Right. And unfortunately... Um, it had gone on and on, and I thought, well, there's just so many things it could be. I definitely had the fucking herpes cold sore from hell. Right. No blowjobs, no, and, and blowjobs are a huge part of his kink and his domination. And, right. Uh, and so, you know, I just thought, let, leave it alone, let him do his thing, and this weekend cold sore is gone. Everything is good. Let's and get back to rock I and did, roll. I will say I did get dick, but it was... I I told him later the feeling that I got was very much like you were going through the motions, wasn't a big fucking deal, and you were doing it just because it was what you were supposed to do. Mm. It was like no passion. It was completely dispassionate. It was robot dick. It kind of was robot dick, and um, so we had to we had to talk. We had to sit down and and discuss what's going on. And uh, he didn't really understand it. And I said I think I I have an idea what it was. And and I gave him my sense and the the scary part is that if I had not had that insight I think I feel like if I hadn't had that insight that led us into this conversation that that then led us over here and we finally figured out what it was um he was his suggestion was I think I this is literally what he said I think I may have put you in the friend zone uh for absolutely no reason, and I don't know, maybe you're there now and I can't get you out. 
and my heart just fucking plummeted down to my feet. <laughs> oh, I mean, you can't blame uh, someone when they don't have those feelings for you anymore. Yeah, but still, like, it's, it's when that. Mm, oh, yeah, and I, because I thought, oh my God, that might be it, because the, the actual issue was that he just wasn't getting hard. And if you're not getting an erection, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm not going to blame you. I mean, it's not like a guy has any control over that fucking shit. And sure. so I was just being patient, waiting to see what was going on. And then we, thank God we had a talk, and I thought to myself, as we were talking, this this conversation can go either way. I mean, this could this could be... Yeah, I'm in the friend zone now, and he, for some reason he's no longer attracted to me. And um, I was, you know, on the brink there for a while thinking, I gotta prepare myself if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a very scary and bizarre weekend and discussion, and um, made even more bizarre uh, by the fact that when we finally unraveled it, it was actually a relatively easy thing to fix. Huh. Yeah. And and I think because um, we're still, I said let's, you know, pick up where we left off next uh, next to, next week and see if what we figured out is actually it. And so it's very bizarre. It's like, you know, kink and shit is very weird. <laughs> Relationships, Kathy, can be difficult. Uh, this is the point where you want to. I want a Doctor Ruth here to give me advice. What you need is more sex. Punch him in the dick. <laughs> if he does not respond, I squeeze his balls and punch him in the dick. I think Dr. Ruth ever said punch him in the dick. I think she probably said it under her breath, client after client. You should punch him in the dick. What? He, I mean, you punching. should communicate. <laughs> I loved Dr. Ruth. <laughs> she had no shame. The testicles moment. are like potatoes. <laughs> I don't think that was her uh, no. accent at all. No. I think it was Austrian like Arnold. Oh, yeah. I think so. Or German or something. Get down if you want to live. Get to the, get to the chopper. <laughs> Take his balls and squeeze them gently like young grapes. Put the cookie down. <laughs> we have no talent. I just no. want you to know that. That life is the place. Talk about genital torture in subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do specifically, and then often regretted it. Yeah, well, we know we don't add that part. Yeah, yeah, we leave that part unsaid. That's good. This week we have a post by Bakura, our friend Bakura. I like this post. And Bakura, out of the fucking blue, emails me and goes. By the way, I'll give you blanket permission for all my posts. <laughs> now I'm all the balls on this guy. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm all, yeah, thanks so much. Let me look through your posts. And wouldn't you know it, he's got Let some good see. posts. So I thought, well, I'm going to just pick one of these. He wrote one called, Being My Friend Puts You at Risk. Yeah. That's how. Um, yeah. Let's, let's party on this one. Okay. He says, my face is in my profile picture. I cross post between here, Facebook, and Instagram. I am out as kinky in every aspect of my life, including my day job. I post about the kink lifestyle fetishes, BDSM, safety, consent. I laugh, have fun, enjoy life, and I don't hide any aspect of who I am. I am out as kinky. This is why being my friend puts you at risk. 
I won't tag you in any pictures. I won't post pictures of you without your consent. But you're my friend. You're on my Facebook or my FetLife or both. And someone doing their due diligence could put two and two together. They could go through your friends list and find me on here and then match it to Facebook or vice versa. Either way, if being outed could damage your life, even though I will never out you, being my friend puts you at risk. We can't be friends on Facebook or FetLife because of that risk. I completely understand. If we can still be friends, that's fantastic. But I won't stop being myself for who I am. I'm just hopeful for a world where no one has to. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Clabby, bravo. Clabby. Thank clabby, you for clabby. the blanket permission. Clappy, clappy, clappy blanket. Um, well, Kathy, I think uh, for a lot of us kinksters that do a lot of kinking, yeah. are you cord whipping your bunny? <laughs> beating the peeps bunny that I just <laughs> You're just a literally of. <laughs> just like, and but it's not that you were just kind of like, oh, I'm just flicking it. You actually, you're, you're, the bottom of your jaw clenched a little bit. I was like, oh, and you're like, fucking take it, you fucking bunny. <laughs> like just little, just a subtle, like you didn't know you're a fucking. <laughs> Rain sent me that because we both like peeps and that's a peeps bunny. That is a peeps fleshy. bunny. Yeah. Have you ever microwaved those? No, yeah. that's sacrilege. They get you and you they and get puffy. Uh, Unger. Yeah, we Unger, used to you know, light them things on fire. fire. No, that was good times. Bad boys. It's good times. Well, I mean, we can't talk enough about this, and and we spent a lot of our time talking about this, and of course, teaching about this and orientation, you know, so many times that you can't say enough to the new people that are coming in. Because there's always new people coming in. There's people right now that are listening to Perverted Podcast that uh, maybe have never been to a dungeon, have never, you know, are doing things online and they don't put their face on it. And But they may start going uh, to play parties in public places or they may start uh, meeting friends in places that are kinky and then going on social media and seeing them on Facebook and go, oh, I know that person. Oh, great. Hey, let's be friends. <laughs> It is the most innocent mistake that can cost you so much. So much. Yeah. I d- and I just feel so bad for not being able to catch every new person and giving them that speech because there's a lot of things that are are innocent ignorance. It's not you you know, you don't think if you're not savvy on Facebook, if you're not savvy on all the social media, if you don't understand cross-pollination, if you don't understand search histories and ability to be able to uh, see one profile and the other and see that this feed comes from that, if you don't know that like me, you don't realize how easy that somebody with intent because we don't want to think there's ever going to be people out there that have an intent to harm us or that are going to be two-faced and say, you know, something, you know, oh, you're my best friend to my face. And then behind you, they're looking for ways to harm you. And I think the reason that, that we don't expect that of people and we, we don't see it coming when it happens is because most of us who have good intent and we don't have malicious intent and we don't have that that mean streak in us have a hard time understanding the mentality of people that do and we have a hard time putting that uh, spin on someone that we're looking at face to face. 
it's a hard thing to, to, to understand until it happens to you over and over and over again. And one day you wake up hardened to it and you realize I have to protect myself because not everybody out there is sane like me. Not everybody out there is kind like me. Not everybody is willing to turn the other cheek or let uh, sleeping dogs lie. They're just going to come after me because they want to see, they, they get satisfaction, happiness, and glee from watching other people hurt. And right. that's what we don't understand, what we find hard to understand in other people. So we say, well, yeah, that might happen to some people. I read about it here and I, and I heard about it there, but it's not within my sphere and the, the, that's, the likelihood of that happening in my life is, is not big. And that's, that's when we turn around and we see the bus ready to hit us. Yeah. And so I understand that kind of naivete. I have a lot of intolerance for people who put the responsibility on someone else's shoulders and say, you should have protected me or the community should have protected me. And unfortunately, I mean, I like that Bakura says, there's like that posts it out there, puts it right out there sure, for anybody sure. who's new to the community to sure. understand that this is the kind of shit that can happen. But on the other hand, I, I see and I hear about too many people who say, why isn't our community doing more to protect us? Why isn't Fat Life doing more to protect us? And of course... Huffington Post last uh, month or so did another, some an author did a, another follow-up article on that guy, the wolf who was oh, right. prosecuted. Not prosecuted, actually, he was found not guilty. Oh, okay. And so, actually, he wasn't even put on, I guess in Australia, if you you have a, a cr um, group of people that will, f first of all, do a pretrial to see if you're, right. even, and they, they found that there wasn't enough evidence to even go to trial. And so the piece was actually surprisingly very balanced when it came to the King community and made a point of saying that that most that most people within the community are very skeptical and wary of people who don't use safe words. Right. And how careful uh, the community is in, in protecting its own. But I did not like that the piece was written from the viewpoint of... Well, this one girl who had it happen to her, the first person who, who stood up, and the author was saying, and she was saying, why didn't FetLife do more? FetLife should have done more. FetLife is to blame. They protect the predator, and they don't protect the victim. And if FetLife did more, and it was just on and on and on, and how the website should have protected these people. Sure. Which I don't like. I don't like it either. I, you know... So I think we go in our nihilism and our hatred of humanity. It's like a cycle, Kathy. Is it like a cycle? It's a cycle. Not like a cycle, like a bicycle. Not bicycle. Not a bicycle, but a cycle to where there's times where I'm a little more compassionate. This and is true. And then there's times in the cycle that it's like, you fucking idiots, what are you doing? Let's Let's make an analogy. Kathy, because um, I'm actually not in the sweet, cuddly mood today. Me neither. So uh, come back next week. Maybe I'll be more sweet and cuddly. And I doubt where, it. Where Kathy and I, I think, both agree that anyone that chooses to take uh, actions towards protecting others and informing others and putting information out there to the best of their ability, I think, is uh, the healthiest choice of any organization of any website, of any uh, anything. If if you put in effort to inform people of the risks, 
that is risk-aware consensual kink because you have made, just like Bakura, made everyone aware, just like I make everyone aware. Do not add me on Facebook. Do not add me on these social medias. My partner of five and a half years does not have me as a friend on Facebook. None of my partners have me as a friend on Facebook because of the cross-pollinization possibilities and whatever. Uh, 95% of my partner's families don't even know I exist. So, um, but... So I appreciate the fact that we put ourselves out there. We say up front, we have this podcast. We tell people, protect yourself. Here's things you can do, blah, 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 blah. But ultimately, it comes down to something very critical. If you decide, I'm going to play tackle football today, and you walk out onto that field, and you don't put on your helmet, and the whistle blows... And you get the shit knocked out of you. There's a certain amount of responsibility that's yours. No, I I am fully gonna, agree with if you. If you're going to play any game, if you're going to go in where there's risks, if you're going to jump out of a plane, there's only so much the instructors can teach you. At some point, you got to pull the cord. At some point, you have to look at your little flight you know alter whatever that thing is if you're scuba diving you have to handle your own whatever that thing rebreather thing is um you are responsible for any risky activity that you take because you cannot always expect that everyone is going to be a perfect instructor or explain it to you in a way that only you understand. Some people teach things and put it out, and the majority of people are like, oh, I get that. Thank you very much. And then we move on with other things because the idea of the website or the community or something is to be kinky and play and have fun, not spend every second of our lives making sure that every person that has a hard fart understands every nuance of a hard fart. I, I get that. And that's the thing about that article in the Huffington Post that I was, I was, it was from the point of view of that one girl. And she was very honest. She said, I was naive. I didn't know any better. When he said that he can read his partner so well that he doesn't need a safe word, I believed it. I mean, she was honest. And I sure. was with her every step of the way, right up until the point where she said, why didn't FetLife do more to protect me? And that's where you lose me. That's where I start to go, man, you know what? I I can point to so many instances in my past where I did absolutely stupid. They weren't even naive. They were moronic things. I made choices that were so ridiculous that to this day there are uh, at least three of them that i will not mention to anyone because they are they so make embarrassing. Me, they are uh, it's so embarrassing it's all right there oh, like it's the horrible second you think back you're like oh, you're like the pit of your stomach just God, goes, that was oh. me there's no way i changed my name three times kathy to try that was to right out there to, man <laughs> to try to get out to try to get away and yeah and to get still. away like i'm not even that person my and yet name, you are. My, Your very soul is tainted. My, my name is Count Boogie Kathy. I am not that person. You have moron tattooed the, uh, on your, it's just, on it's your in heart, my fucking man. Jeans. I, I can't ever fucking get rid of the shit I did. Oh. And there was one thing in particular that I kick myself for almost on a daily basis. I can't get rid of that fucking voice in my head. In this particular thing, 
I didn't know if I should do it. And I went to friend after friend after friend. These was the core group of people that I trusted. And not one of them was honest with me and said, Kathy, don't do this. And only later did I find out that none of them thought I should do it. Now, did I blame them for what I did? Absolutely not. I still think that I'm the world's stupidest person for having done it. But I lost all faith in my friendship with them because they weren't honest with Because they couldn't shoot me. straight with exactly. you. Exactly. I mean, when Creative Explorer said, all right, I'm just spitballing here, <laughs> but I think I may have put you in the friend box without even thinking about it. Do you know what I said to him? I said... <laughs> I love you so much. This is why I'm in a fucking relationship from you, for, with you because you don't fucking shy away from telling me the truth. And I absolutely goddamn need to hear that fucking truth no matter how much it hurts. And it fucking hurts to hear that. But I, I need it. I need people to say that. And so I'm, I have a very um, just visceral reaction to people who... Just blame want to blame else. somebody everyone else for else it. Why didn't the community support me? Why didn't they do this? They should have protected me. Now, there me. is... Now, I absolutely agree, as we talked in the beginning, that as uh, as whatever you call the community, that any social group that uh, binds around an activity or a sport or you know something, that I think as human beings, not as the group, as human beings that it is the best for society if we look out for each other if we take a little extra time to look a little beyond ourselves and to look a little beyond our decisions and actions and to spend that time trying to empower each other to make better decisions because that's mentoring that's wisdom that's how we learn and that is how i have not done some horrible stupid things that there was somebody there that taught me how to not go all the way yeah of course and and i i'm always grateful when something someone steps in front of me and stops me from doing something really stupid and I think you're right. The community does needs to do as much as it can, but it can't do everything for you. And At if you walk point. into FetLife and you believe someone who says that, I understand that because I, I, I was 16 and stupid too. Sure. And so I, I totally get it, but I won't run around blaming other people. I mean, FetLife has a terms of use and they don't, they don't, they don't seek out a predator to protect. The same rule that protects you, unfortunately, protects them. Yeah. You're not allowed to speak about somebody like that with, by, by their name. You're not allowed to um, link to them and, and say derogatory things about them. And Because how do we, at some point, we've had plenty of examples exactly. to where people are lying. So now FetLife has to be the police. Yeah. FetLife now has to be the judge and jury and take in all the information. And now then I can understand, like when we used to be at that other place, um, if the person, if the victim went through the process, got the restraining order or whatever paperwork or judgment against the other person was, that gave us the ability to say, okay, this this is more legitimate. This isn't just somebody making up something because they hate someone, which I have personally 
experienced. Right. Which I have personally seen people that I know that are lying, and I've said you are lying about this. You are not. You are not making this up. Well, I know that, but but this is the only way we're going to get them out. Right. Um, and not been a part of that. So, um, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, I will hold your microphone. Um, but it really. I don't know, Kathy. <laughs> Drink your water. Well, you I lost are, my, you, are, you handed I'm me tra- the mic and I got completely so confused. You so easily distracted for someone who, who is a performer. No. Yeah, no, you that, are. I, I walk up and get my water and you're like, yeah, that's my train of thought. I, well, you handed me your mic and you stood up and you had a look on your face like you were going to shit your pants or something. And, and so I've seen the look on my face where I'm about to shit my pants and that wasn't that, it. That wasn't <laughs> it. And I'm like, is she hot? Does she need to take off a shirt? It's, I actually am hot. I need to take this jacket off. Well, let's take off your jacket and I'll hold your microphone Can for that. Can you please call? Why is it? You know, there are times during a show. When you're having a silent conversation with someone in which you're mad at them and you're trying to tell them, shut the fuck up. And I just fucking keep talking as if I'm talking to the wall. But well, that's I why you're here, Kathy. But I can't do anything without you going, what, what's going on over there? Well, Are you taking pictures of the peep? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, you were whipping it. That's true, I was. <laughs> I don't know, Kathy. This is a this If is a, Mia were here, she would have cut us off. She would have cut us off. Let's move on to the next thing. Good conversation. Well, Thank a you. A little discordell. Uh yeah. oh yeah, let's move on to him. BB Discord is a crazy place when I try to figure out if it's just programming base. Drooling out my mouth, confused as hell. I can't get it to work, but that's why we have Dell. Dell, Discord, Dell, Discord, Dell. Oh yeah. Hello, Dell. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> That yeah. is I. That Who is remembers you. to click record on my end for backup purposes. You are the Dell of Dell. Dell, this is an interesting situation that we're in right now. Because you are actually not here, and I'm technically not even somewhere with the show. I am in storage. Yes, we're in the void. We are. We are in the abyss. Not in abyss. We used to be in abyss. Yeah, that, that would be hot, but no. That was hot, because abyss was damn hot to be in. I actually chatted with her today. Uh, for a little bit, you know, because she, you know, she lives far away now, and so every now and again we chat and check in with each other. So she's doing real good. Uh, had a boo boo on her knee that she had to get fixed, but but uh, other than that, she's doing real good. We're not in her, but you know, the spirit yeah, close enough. The spirit of abyss is in 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 all of us. In us all, yes. But, they're pegging all of us. <laughs> yeah, she's pegging all of us. Get away from my. Well, never mind. But uh, like, yeah, so you're you're. You're at your home, I'm assuming, yes. and I'm in storage. Yes, I'm at home in the orange of the county. Yes, and so as we on Perverted Podcast start to do all the things and and uh, establish, a lot of people are coming forward with temporary places. So because we have the ugly box, we you know we don't have to be at one place. But uh, what do we have going on in the Discord group? Did we have any new converts? Yes, we had two out of three join and make it through the ritual. Uh, There was a correction that the banana bread, um, uh, not pussy cookies, was actually the banana. It was not the... the, the Oh, so they just... They they wanted to set the record straight. They were fucking themselves with a banana not the dough. Okay, so they just fucked the banana, and then they took the banana out and put it in the dough to make the banana bread. Yes. All right, so, I'm going to say st- I'm still cool, but not that cool. Yeah, you're like, this is a tribute song, and 
mm, it's, it went off the rails. Yeah, but you know, as long as we're putting things inside of people, I think that's really. Um, let's see. Uh, there was some talk of about um the history of grindhouse movies, which kind of went above my head. Like, I feel that more of an blood cross realm. Um, I've been informed that I, I didn't know about this. Uh, there are little scouts. Um, so there's. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. Littles, like I hadn't heard of that, and I found that kind of cool. Yeah, we're, um, that's that's not here though, is that? Uh, there's actually some in California, um, and I think there's one down in Orange County. So, um, oh, okay, I, I just haven't been. Um, so it's like and, Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts, but for littles. Yes, and they're like troop leaders or wh- whatever term you want to use. That's amazing. Um, that's like when Fauna used to do Dom Scouts. Fauna, that sounds- Fauna, Fauna created Dom Scouts. And you weren't around for that, were you? No, I Did was Did you ever not. meet Fauna? I was around when they were alive, but right, um, right. I was not that. Um, it, it just I found it, find it really intriguing since my exposure to scout stuff is mostly from cartoons and mm. some people that I knew. I was like, oh, you're an Eagle Scout. Cool, because I didn't do that stuff. I was more of a like middle of the forest doing Lego because mother wouldn't like take me out of grow places. Like I did summer camp, but I never did scouts. So I didn't like get like my merit badge for fire setting. Yeah. You didn't miss much. I did cub scouts and then I started getting high and then they started frowning upon that. And I'm like, dude, so I made it to boy scouts and, uh, and then I was like, this is lame. I'm totally going to just go where I can use drugs in peace. So maybe you didn't miss anything. I remember climbing a a rope once on a cliff with my mom watching. I was like a little kid, and it was a very oh, yeah, bad. I hated climb- the rope climb in PE. I don't want to do that in nature. Yeah, God. no, literally, it was literally. I remember my mom. She was probably drunk, and she's like, "Get up there! I got fucking things to do." She's smoking, sitting in our fucking family Volvo, and it's like literally a hose tied to a thing running down this like. 20 foot cliff and i'm like that's a they have it there and she drove me there and she's i'll watch you do it and that's how i got my merit badge for for climbing a rope was i climbed a sketchy cliff with my drunk mom (laughs) (laughs) wow good scouting my motherly bonding was mostly um i did competitive figure skating so she would watch me practice and compete but like during practice of just watching it's like oh she's eating ramen in like their cafe thing while i'm like freezing like skating not that i actually get cold like i was wearing shorts like people looked at me weird of the this is uh not the onion william shatner got horse semen in divorce settlement his ex got the kentucky uh kentucky home so yeah uh okay wait uh, wait wait wait, oh wait let me guess let me see if i can figure out this before it goes further i'm gonna say the family raises horses and they have mm. horse semen from a prize horse that is very valuable that would breed other prize horses. And so that's what he won in the settlement. That's the only way I can make that sound anywhere logical. Yeah, I think it. Um, there were four horses and they split them down the middle. And I think he got the male ones and the, the wife got the female ones. So, but I think one of his previous divorces had the like, no, I, I want the right to have one breeding session with them per year or something. So it's like, no, Shatner with this wife gets all of the semen. Oh, that's even better. Semen custody battles. Only yes. Captain fucking Kirk, man. I can't believe um, she wants all the horse gum. 
This horse has come. This this horse has come. You don't bones. Uh, there, there was the made-up word of what Fucking that is uh, or other things of fucktangular. And this was someone's student, and they defined it as complicated and messy in multiple unpleasant and difficult ways. Fucktangular. I, like I like that. Do you have a, so a kink with devil? Do you have a like a kink diary, like a kink anniversary calendar? Like this is the first time I put a live dead octopus inside of your vagina. You know, this is the first <laughs> time. That, is uh, that from yours? Huh? Is that a? Is that from yours? Oh yeah, it's me. Wow, duh. Um, I we checked the date. It. I haven't boiled. done that, but I have definitely fed Devil baby octopus, and they were so sad about it. Since some of their <laughs> like sonas are like tentacly, and uh, we uh, ordered it, it's like, oh, you can see its face. Um, <laughs> it's going. Great. Why? Why they were so it, sad. Why did like, I have to die? It. It was like. They're already dead. We have to make their sacrifice worth it. And they were so chewy. It was like, okay, this is, this is... <laughs> these babies and are chewy. Weird, like, you can, it, Korean barbecue is like, okay, you can have it on the grill, fine, like with the tentacles. But with the head, you have to like cut it open and then like fry the brains, otherwise it's undercooked. It's like, <laughs> I'm just sick of tentacles. This is too much. Um, Maybe yeah, I'll have the chicken. Maybe next yeah. time, just get the chicken. Um. Someone named the idea of um, tangerine impact play as feeding tangerines of just chucking tangerines at someone. Oh, absolutely. That stuff like that's great because that would smell. That would actually be sploshing that smells good because then the entire scene would smell like citrus. And that's actually a pretty good smell. So if, yeah, yeah, if you got, if you got tangerines and to pick up. Okay, um, here's here. Let's go. Let's go the next level on this. Create uh, Polito Cafe? Is that sec- No, no, no. Go with me on the tangerines. I'm oh, still on the tangerines. What if okay. you had a, a bottom and you made them, you know, shower relatively well. You put them on a plastic table that was a little bit tilted. Then you squish tangerines all over them, breaking them. And then at the corner of the table that was tilted, you let the juice run into a cup and then you had submissive, fresh-squeezed submissive juice. I like that. I actually like that a lot. Not bad? I, I would break keto for that. We could do that. <laughs> we could do that. That's something that I think yeah, would be amazing. Less terrifying than, like, the, the juicing chair. Oh, I've seen that. That's, that is a god-awful, scary thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, is. no. Mine's mine's in, that actually came from I was going to start an entire website about subby ground coffee and I was going to have a trough uh table um and then have a uh, bottom lay in it and then like beat them with coffee and grind coffee into them and used uh you know cover them in in ground coffee and then scoop out the coffee and then have like an entire little coffee tea area and then people would be able to have subby ground coffee. And the whole place would smell like coffee because I'm, I'm a big coffee guy. And uh, I thought that would be cool. But the uh, tangerine juice, that could be next. Yes. That could be next, Del. Del, let's end yes. on tangerine. Let's just ponder. Ponder tangerine juice. Ponder. Oh, Say ponder. 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 Yeah, because I'm going to add delay. <laughs> Del, I think this has been a yes. pretty good experiment. You know, obviously getting in the studio and having a studio and being able to all be together would be nice. But if, until that happens, 
we're going to make a show work, and that was the Discord Dell segment. <laughs>
including parents, including surely religion, including corporate governments, institutions, nobody is really opening that window for people. People aren't exploring that, you know. So for us, we're doing something that a lot of people, you wish everyone was doing. I mean, it's very true. I listen to other kink podcasts and other kink shows, and they're great. They all have their different angles. I just don't hear a lot in which you have people discussing the frailty of the human psyche when it comes to getting shit done. You don't have people discussing um, the erroneous paths that they take, the the horrible things that happen, the, the, the part of their, their personalities that... Do you believe that's because they're usually more stable than we are? I don't think that a lot of... Do you think the train wreck one and train wreck two constantly smashing off the rails gives us that edge in helping people see that frailty? This is one of the bigger reasons why I I found it so hard to pull myself out of my depression in my uh, younger years was that I would see people around me and think they know something I don't they seem to understand a secret that I don't because they all seem happy and balanced. And that means there must be something wrong with me. And it really did take me a long time to realize that that is absolutely not true. That there are certainly people out there who the majority of their lives are really good and positive and luck goes their way. But those are not, there's a very few and far between. And the majority of us have a lot of turmoil within. We have a lot of things that really push us down. We have a lot of self-doubt, self-hatred, self-loathing. And you just don't see that when you're riding on the bus or walking down the street. You see people laughing and they're trying really hard to have a good time. But those conversations, those moments in their lives, they don't share with everybody, if with anyone at all. You try mightily not to let that part of you control your life. But they're there. And and when you turn off the light at night, you can't get away from yourself. And so I think a lot of times people hear us talking and it's it's very refreshing because you think I'm not I'm not the only one. That's what I agree. So I don't like I said, I, I surely I mean I listen I listen to this stuff that comes out of my mouth and sometimes I'm like that made no sense whatsoever. So many times. Me too. That, no. <laughs> that, <laughs> I see the look in your eye. I get it. Do you? But I but I but I honestly think like I don't know. I the ego that I do have about the show and what we do is just in the fact that we simply talk about a side of humanity that's not flattering. And yet there's such a specialness to, like you said, that we're not alone. It's okay to be messy. It's okay to make mistakes. Um, You know, you try to learn from them. And and I think that's – so I don't get surprised when when people email and they say this – because that's the poke. When you're like, oh, it's – this is all humans. Like I'm sure when you started discovering, Oh, people, people fake it because they want people to look at them a certain way. Right. But in reality, most people have some, some inner voices that are battling with each other and cognitive dissonances and things like that. And, and a lot of people are very lucky in that they have 
a skill, a talent, an occupation that allows them to feel good about themselves in the morning and that they can use to say, well, I'm just going to focus all this on, on uh, all my attention on that. But it doesn't mean that other part of you goes away. Right. And so you may be better at focusing on other things, but that but you still have that kind of shit that you need to deal with. Right. So, yeah. All right. We had one other, and this was from Headley, our friend. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, hang on a sec. Wait, I almost forgot. Uh, oh, no, I played it at the beginning, but now, did you right. hear this? You haven't even heard this jingle. Okay. This is the new Who Headley. Ah. I see this show sponsored by Headley, Headley. This show sponsored by Headley. It is very Tommy. It's very Tommy. <laughs> I love that. It's very straightforward. This yeah, show sponsored very by subtle. Headley. <laughs> Well, if you recall, Headley's the one who who allowed me to get the Lilo Sona to test it out. Yes. All right. So this is what he said. In he, he I guess he, he needs another to review. Shows where we where I, I was talking about it, and he says, "Sorry, the gift was not entirely what you expected, and underwhelming at best." So if there be any other kinkery to explore, let me know, and I can spill over with renewed purpose to serve the goddess, bowing reverently at your feet. Now. First of all, <laughs> Kelly, wait, I said, no, no, wait. Let me, that, he said, bowing revenantly at your feet. And I'm like, I think what he meant was reverently because revenant is someone who comes back from the dead. I think he may have made a mistake. And then I realized, you know, this is Headley. It's Maybe that wasn't a mistake. <laughs> Headley wants to zombie worship you. I think so. God, I love it. I love I love that mentality. <laughs> Kathy. Edley cracks me up. I mean, I wouldn't think that about anybody but him. I, I if I'd read that from any other way, I thought, oh, they should have spell checked or something. It's supposed to be reverent. No, it's zombie. <laughs> it's it's zombie male, uh, female supremacy, male dominance worship. Uh, I didn't know that there was He wants to be in zombie cake. chastity to you. <laughs> He wants, I don't know how that works. Zombie chest. But pretty much, you just... Zombies' dicks just fall off. You know? <laughs> he wants you to put in any zombie vagina inside. He wants you to just rip off the cock. Because it's, you know, zombified. <laughs> Up there. And then, sho- and then turn the chastity cage around and shove it inside. Okay, now you've gone off the deep end. And there. now, that is and now that's... That Pick is, up that peep, damn it. What, He's not, lying down on the... Your job. Drunk ass Pete. <laughs> Get it off my mic cord. That was hilarious. That was from some Fucking good Headley. emails. Headley. <laughs> Let me just say, first of all, it wasn't a fail. I still haven't. The thing about the Lilo Sona is that it requires little, some dedication. A little, little work, a little yeah. learning curve. Now this, and in, in order for me to do that, I need to have privacy and I and I need to be feel safe. Now, what I mean by that is that I need to be somewhere that I'm not afraid someone is going to be walking in the door. And I don't have that a lot. If I'm at Creative Explorer's house, he's even if I'm taking a nap, he's constantly in there grabbing at me, touching me, and it's like, get off of me! If I'm here at, at the house, my door doesn't have a lock on it. So even though I know my sister's going to you know, be very respectful and knock on the door, I'm, I can't relax enough. And unfortunately, that Lilo Sona, it's a, it's a very steep learning curve. Right. And so I need a lot of time and privacy here, and I just... Believe it or not, in the last few, it's very rare that I get the house to myself. Every once in a while I do. And what? Don't, well, you, why? You don't have to raise your hand. I'm raising my <laughs> hand, Kathy. 
I got this figured out. Oh, really? I'm not going in the ravioli. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Which right now is literally the incubator of zombie coronavirus death. <laughs> um, oh, my God. It's awful in there. You. Um, I think that you should go to Headley's place. Don't open that fucking door. And you know? just let him For worship we, you. Okay, li- He'll listen. give you all the time you need. <laughs> Headley's a great f- uh, friend of the show, right? But we don't really know Headley. So for all we know, Headley, he's got bodies in the basement. Headley, well, that's the part of the zombie thing. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have said reverently or whatever. Revenantly. Revenantly. <laughs> so there's the hint. I had to look at it twice there is your Revenant? Hint. There was your hint. <laughs> But right. I think the I'm thing still, is, is, I haven't into, given up on the Sona. He's into female supremacy. This is true. So you're the one he's not going to kill. He'll ki- he'll kill the rest of you at he'll, my behest. He'll kill. <laughs> yes, he'll kill for you. Duh. If it pleases I like you, that kind of power. See, <laughs> I'm telling you. I I'm really the the couple of times that I have had time to use the Leo Sona has been, you know, when you reach a certain age you no longer are surprised by orgasm you know the orgasm you're going to have this is it and the Lilo Sona surprised me because it was a completely different uh did orgasm. you all of a sudden just be all what the fuck was that no it was a very sustained uh, plateau it's not it's not like hit the peak and then go down like you know like a normal oh it's like the full rock call like the the baka the what you don't know <clears throat> The David Lee Roth? Yeah! <laughs> the Def Leppard? <laughs> you only see that in the club gigs. You don't hear that on the main albums. You well, know? And again, you're hitting that peak, and with this, it's it's not that high peak, but it is a very sustained. It's very a very unusual orgasm, and I like it. It's just that it's take it's going to take me a little while longer. to. Yeah. I am committed, though, Boogie. I'm telling this. you. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. Headley's Headley zombie cage. It can be amazing. Okay, no. You know he's probably going to have all sorts of cool props and shit. Boogie, close that door right now. <laughs> Let's just close that door. Weren't we going to talk about perverted vocabulary? Oh, yeah. Perverted vocabulary. Um, We brought perverted boca- vocabulary. Blah, 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 blah. Jesus Christ, kill me. We brought perverted vocabulary back, and we're going to do videos again, but not as often. That, yeah. that it just it, it wasn't. I mean, I'd rather. Well, do we have to do videos? Can't we just bring it up? No, the no. Show? The video was a lot of fun, Kathy. No, I watched not. the three videos that we made. And I know they you're were, on a good kick now, and now was, all of a sudden they're great. It was it was fun. I liked them before. I never did not like. You keep pretending like I didn't. I'm I just, not pretending. We, I have a better memory than you. We I couldn't think. do it. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. You're mm. you're uh, all of your talents uh, are. In my head, your mem- yeah, your <laughs> memories, them up. your memory's not one of them. <laughs> but no, it's so. What what was the word? Impe- impetuous, impetuous, which means basically to um, act without thought, to not think things through, to act impuls- podcast, act impulsively. <laughs> hey, I just described our show. <laughs> Perverted podcast. We are quite impetuous. Thank you. So anyway, um, what. What this means is for the next week, remember, if you listen to this show and it's been more than a week from the date that the show aired, um, don't don't bother sending us things five years from now. 
Um, I like hearing things from you. They make it actually funny people, perverted mailbox. Here's our sense. Well, the thing is what we need. <laughs> two from, years ago, two we years did ago. impetuous. And here's your <laughs> fucked up sentence. The idea of perverted uh, vocabulary was that we took a word, a cool word, a vocabulary word that would be good in your in your little uh, vernacular pouch. And, and we give the definition for it, but we do that by our listeners sending in really fucked up sentences. They have to do. They're kinky. That are kinky. Yeah, kinky. maybe not that kinky, sex related. Sex related yeah. is is preferred. There was a couple that came in that weren't that we'll still read, but we want them to be kinky, fucked up, funny. You know, just weird. They could have no sex or, or kink and still be fucked up, and we would love it. Yes. So, you could talk about zombies, and that's neither. Kinky everyone or loves sex. an impetuous, impetuous zombie. Zombies. I am impetuous. literally fogged right now. I just want you to know. Did you take cough medicine? I boogie? did not. I did not. What did you take? That Nothing. That's why foggy. I probably should have taken it. Yes. So I'm like, I'm like, really just so like it, looking at my hands right now. I'm like, wow, look at it. It's like there's an aura. Around. Am I having a stroke? No, smile. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> just a little crooked. <laughs> I, you know, you're making me nervous because you have to carry this hideous, ugly box down the street. You're going to end up tripping and falling before you make it. To yeah, the, car. the good news is, is if I die, you'll at least hear the crash and know to scoop me out of the street. Oh my god, that's pretty. Good. How many times have I told you you can't die? I'll never figure out how to run this shit without you. <laughs> well, I can give you the lesson, Kathy. <laughs> that's the other thing. I keep going, go, Kathy. I'll show you how to run it. And you're like, yeah, do it next week. <laughs> but you know what we can do right now? What? We can end the goddamn No, show. no, we have something else. No, no, no. We've gone, yes, way, we do. we've gone way long. We have some fucking advice. I, and it's very short, too, because it's not a listener. It was just some co- t- topic I found on Reddit. Okay, fine. How are we going to do this then? Is a zebra labia all covered with stripes? Seek our godly wisdom on some fucking advice. Are you regretting having hit that jingle? I'm like so like... Why did we do this? I like have no focus. <laughs> I feel All like... All right, well, we can. I mean, no, people no, no, like hearing the yeah, jingle. No, no, we don't no. have to. Okay. No. So we were. I was on Reddit and this girl was talking about um, she and her boyfriend. When they first got together, she wasn't kinky, but he had told her, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty kinky. And he had told her stories about it and... and uh, she wants to now, after a couple of years, begin experimenting with that because she's very interested in it. Normally, this would be great, right? This would be a perfect fit. But unfortunately, he has told her the following, that she's too cute to bring out his kink side, that she's not bringing it out in him, and that she brings out his vanilla side instead. Now she's... Stop farting into the mic. <laughs> Take the mic away from your face. She's very uh, careful to say that he wasn't being an asshole when he said it. He was actually trying to be very honest and give her some honest feedback. But she doesn't know how to bring it up because she's afraid that any wrong move would turn him off. She's already turned off. Oh so there's God. nothing you can do that's going to turn him off. Now. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Take a crap on his lawn and punch him in the dick and see if that charges him You're up. You're big on the punching with the dick this Just show. Just dick punch him. Dr. Ruth told me to have everyone punched in the no. dick. No, this sounds... Here's what this sounds like. And I don't care because they're not listening so I can right. offend anyone I want. 
this sounds like someone who wasn't really kinky but wanted to impress their partner by saying they were kinky. And then when the partner came back and said, oh, I'm kinky too and I want to be kinky, they got called out and now they don't have kink to back that up. And so they're kind of like, well, you know, you don't, I don't really look at you that way. You know, that kind of shit. Right. And, and it just sounds, you know, oh, you're too, when you say you're too cute for me to be kinky, that just means I'm not kinky. I don't have that ability with you, but I still want to look cool. So I'm going to blame you. Right. I did think of that possibility. She doesn't say anywhere in there that he is still acting out the kink with anyone else that he's in the community in any way. Uh, this was just part of his past, he said, or something like that. Yeah, I heard so that before. So there is absolutely that possibility. On the other hand, there are instances where it just doesn't bring you... I mean, um, my Michelle has actually spoken about that on the show that Papi Ramon... Um, finds it very hard to dominate her because he doesn't see her that way. It's not the dynamic that they have. It's not the relationship that they have. Yeah. Um, so it's possi- that, possible that that's yeah, legitimate. Not, yeah, it, it's but, surely possible. There's no absolutes. Yeah, but yeah, I don't but know. When, but I don't know. Just the whole, you're too cute to be, Jesus Christ. Do you know how fucking cute he... he, he, he. Actually, the cuter someone is, the more I want to smack him around. Isn't that bad? Can you write down a time... What time is it? I can't see. Oh, up there. An hour and four? Yeah, just right down now. Okay. I, it was sketchy. I kind of said her name. Oh. You don't even know, Kathy, how cute Mew is. Like I do. You do. Okay, you do. You've seen her every orifice yeah, inside and out. Uh, we shot a dart in her butthole. Um, but I don't know. There's some pretty terribly cute girls and, uh, and I don't know. I, I find it in my, my awful soul to be able to bring out some of the kink, but I do remember being young in, uh, the lifestyle and I knew when I was over my head and it was that kind of thing. And I've talked about it on the show before where you try to basically shame someone into being as kinky as they are because you can't step up to that level of kink. Hmm. I mean, uh, I, yeah, people are fucking assholes like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think both, both things are a possibility, but ultimately it's shooting as straight as you can to cut through that bullshit and to be like, look, these are the things I'm curious about. Are you interested in trying them and seeing maybe you'll get your, kink past my cute like maybe i can put on clown makeup or something so i don't look as cute and then you'll be turned on and then i'll punch you in your fucking dick oh my god listen i um well the thing that really turned me off about this was when she said she doesn't know how to bring it up because she's afraid that a wrong move would turn him off now i i personally have a tremendous amount of judgment i will say it right out front when some uh, in a relationship, when someone is afraid to speak their mind to to the other to the other partner, sure. You you, you I think that you got other problems if you're afraid to speak your mind. If you can't have honest and open communication, even though what you're saying might hurt the other person, I think you got other problems that you need to worry about. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. So, so there we fixed Reddit. Too cute. Communication. I like to find somebody cute and adorable so I can smack them around. They need to be spanked. That's see, that's it's all in your point of view. The cute and adorable needs to be taken down a notch or two. That's right. And I, I don't know. Okay, fine. Maybe the guy needs to have his fragile ego coddled. God knows that I need mine coddled. But. Uh, <coughs> Whatever. Shut up. That's it. I'm ending the show. That's our show. I feel like I have nothing to say because there's nobody here watching us. We're here in my bedroom, and next week we have no clue where we're going to be, but we will be somewhere. We will be somewhere. Hopefully we will have Dylan and Enigma back and possibly some cute young thing that you can smack around. That is a possibility. The cuter the better. That is a possibility. (laughs) We have one place that we may be going that is actually a motorcycle repair shop. Is this who I think it is? It is who okay. you think it is. <laughs> and they said that we could put a girl on the, the lift jack and raise them up and do things to them. Mm, that's not like they haven't show. done it before. Shit, you own a motorcycle shop and you're kinky, of course. Durr. Of course you've done Durr. it. <laughs> like, here's the you list. You think you're fooling. Here's the list. Make it sound as, hey, you good. guys could try this. Ah, you've done it yourself. Yeah, they've done that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> But it's a lot of fun, and, and uh, yeah, I, I apologize about uh, I apologize about this show. I don't remember any of it. I am still pretty. Stop st- taking cough medicine. Stuff I didn't take. I don't take cough medicine. You handed me a throat lozenge. What was in the throat lozenge? Meth. Eucalyptus. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that damn eucalyptus. Tripping balls on uke. I'm fucking busting the uke. All, no wonder. That's I'm, why koalas are always so jacked so, up. <laughs> look at those aggressive koalas. Look at them just constantly Stupid looking for an opportunity to take your throat. Pictures online of them drinking water. They're not that cute. <laughs> Crack a beer and let's go to Stuffed Animal Orgy. If you make love to Stuffed Animal, it's not bestiality. Just grab that furry critter and grab a tube of Then go ahead and do what comes naturally to you. You can never get one pregnant. You'll never hear one lie. The neighbors may get scared, but they can all fuck off and die.